0: i'm sophie and i'm emily welcome
1: to hallmark remarks hallmark remarks where we go deep about shallow movies where we talk all things hallmark dating mental health and pop culture we hope you enjoy today's episode Welcome back, everyone, to a- another installment of Hallmark Remarks, and it's a very special recording today because it's the day after my 30th birthday. birthday! <laughs> this sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> this is um our second take.
1: Yeah, but we didn't get very far <laughs> into the first one, so that's good.
0: <laughs> I should have gotten a picture to show you, but Emily froze in like the cutest way, and I was like, Wow. You are blessed by Jesus. Well, Um, and I
1: was complimenting. Well, I was thanking you for the really sweet Instagram story that you made on Hallmark Remarks, (laughs) and you did not say anything because I said, I said, I saw the story you did. It was so sweet. Thank you so much. And you blank face. Nothing happened. Well, (laughs) I was was like,
0: like, I noticed you froze. You froze. (laughs) I noticed you froze. And I was like, I I just kind of kept talking, hoping that you would like click back in and we could just keep going. But at one point I was like... And... Time.
1: Like, like, <laughs> and like, there's nothing else to time say. Time <laughs> can only vamp for so long. So anyway, <laughs> we're back. And yes, thank you so much. That post was so sweet on the Hallmark Remarks Instagram. Um, Sophie was basically just saying, I never know what color hair she's going to have when she comes on the screen. And oh, I was don't. like, "That's about when you stopped talking to me in the last recording. So I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it was very sweet. Um. So yes, yesterday was my birthday. And um, yes. we're we're going to kind of get into like the journal prompt, the homework that you gave me last week. And um, before we got so rudely interrupted in the first recording, Sophie <laughs> was mentioning that last week we talked about Murder Mystery starring Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler um, on Netflix. And then this week we have Murder Mystery 2 that we're going to talk about. So we just have a really exciting episode lined yes, up. And
0: I have my... Uh my very specific hinge Oh, updates. no.
1: See, I thought I was privy <laughs> to this information, like, way before we recorded, but I didn't hear anything, so I'm... He- well, I guess I'm technically hearing it yeah, first, I know. but it's okay.
0: I honestly have told, like, four people, so...
1: Oh, I'm just kidding. It's I'm fine.
0: <laughs> really close to my chest. I'm excited. Just kidding. Yeah, I've really... I've decided that since... You, you know, it's kind of one of those classic things. You post about all these really cool things you're doing, and you get like 10 likes mm-hmm. and then you post a picture with a dude and you get like 10 million. For sure. And so I was like, screw all of you guys. I'm going to make you listen to my podcast if you want to know any of this. Yeah. And um, our listener uh, count has gone up. Let's just say. <laughs> like- <laughs> you have to listen. Welcome. Welcome to um, Hinge Remarks. <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: clickbait to the nth degree because you have to listen to the whole thing before you get the juicy bits at the end yeah it's at the end it's
0: at the end so okay i gave you journal prompts if you listened to last episode you'll remember i basically was like hey reflect on your whole existence um and emily came gosh she came with
1: notes yeah i got a new pen yesterday and i was really excited too so i I used a (laughs) new pen (laughs) i got a new pen (laughs) That
0: explains literally everything to me. Yeah, I, that's all you need to know about me. <laughs> I I, yeah, exactly. I got new highlighters and I'm like, I want to read my entire Bible.
1: Lesson, like, <laughs> lesson number one that I've learned in my 30 years of life, never underestimate the joy a new pen or highlighter will bring you. It's like... Thousand percent new journal, so real. Like people
0: are like, mm, "Girl, you don't need that new planner." I was like, "Yes, I do." Because guess action. what? I will use it for a solid month. Yeah, and you know what? I will buy a new yearly planner every month if it means I'm going to be organized with that I'm new planner be for one so month.
1: So organized. Um, I have so many journals, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so essentially, it was like a loose prompt of you know, reflect on your entire existence
0: as the spirit leads. Yes.
1: Um, and I was thinking of how I wanted to divide up how to exactly reflect on that. And I am not going to dive into my entire life with all of you. Um, I mean, if you want me to, I will at some point, but that's not what today is about. Um, (laughs) I could talk about myself forever. So what I did was kind of break it up into categories. So if anybody else wants to do this as well, but you don't want to write down 30 different years. Um, I, I, basically did like elementary school. Um, so like, you know, as much as I can remember of like K through fifth grade, childhood and then kind of grouped middle school ages high school um and then I kind of did from like age 19 to 25 uh 26 through 29 and then the last year so I got a little bit more in depth with the last year and then kind of chunked everything else together that way and I basically just thought back to that time and I wrote down like what I would tell myself at the time um kind of big things that I remember from the time and then maybe what I learned from it then and how I can apply it to my life now, so on and so forth. So I kind of made a list of things that just like stood out to me. So a lot of these might be a little repetitive, but I made a list. I wanted to try and do 30 things, but I only got like 15. But, you know, it still <laughs> works Um, of some lessons that I have learned over the course of yes. time. Yes. A general theme maybe had mm-hmm. here. So I'm. I'm like going to just read through the lessons and if I feel the need to elaborate, I will. But some of them are just pretty straightforward. So yeah, lessons I learned in my 30 years of life, roughly. Uh, So first one's kind of deep, but you're always going to encounter pain of some sort, but you will always get through it. And it's either through the help of community or your faith or just some good old rub some dirt in it, um, but you're always gonna get through it. So, in the moment, it's. All right, it's, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> yeah, Put right. It's it. <laughs> um, It might not feel like it at the time, but I can guarantee mm. you now, if you look back on your life and you think of like the hardest times that you've faced, you have gotten through them because you're here today. So, that is something. Mm. Um, therapy is for everyone anytime, all the time. You don't have to go through something traumatic, but you know, obviously. It's important to seek some help if you have. And then it's just going to give you tools that you need. And uh, men, therapy is hot. So go to therapy. Um, (laughs) Times like middle school and high school feel like such an important part of your life when you're in it. Um, But they're really so minuscule. They're like such a blip in time. Like don't take for granted the lessons that you learn and like the friendships that you get, but also don't stress so hard because like you're not going to see those people when you graduate and if you do then they're the real ones and they're the people you want to see um but otherwise it's okay like middle school and high school yeah. grand scheme of things like it's okay so if we have younger listeners it's all going to be good I promise you um <laughs> I will say um Haley will go to school and she'll like tell her friends and teachers that I have a podcast mm-hmm. that it'll
0: just kind of come up yeah. and they'll listen to a few minutes so I'm like Listen to uh, at, you know, minute seven. Minute seven.
1: (laughs) Um, Because like when you're in it, obviously you don't have an idea of how big the world is. And obviously I'm still learning how big the world is at 30. But at, to quote Taylor Swift, at 15, um, when somebody tells you they love you, you're going to believe them. You're going to believe them. (laughs) But um, you'll get through it. It's okay. In the same Mm -hmm. vein, please for the love of all things – Stop placing so much of yourself and your worth in the hands of musty, dusty, crusty boys. Um, just. Mm, it's not. That poetry slam. Literally. <laughs> like, um, in the moment, again, when somebody tells you they love you, you're going to believe them. But. Yep. There's, this mm. is where therapy is important, too. <laughs> there's boundaries. There's knowing your worth. Um, in the same vein, really 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 invest time and effort into getting to know yourself from the inside out so that is like you know introspection that's you can use tools like we like the enneagram you can do journal prompts you can do quiet time all of this stuff but then also like get to know like your health your cycle Your body like get to know you yourself inside and out because that's going to go so far into how you can put up your boundaries how you can decide who you want to spend your time with how you want to spend your time um, and how to be your own best advocate and that comes with like emotional and literally physical stuff like We were talking before we recorded just the jokes of like, as soon as you turn 30, you know, everybody's like, your body's going to give out on you. But you and I take health very seriously and it's a big priority in our lives. And that looks different for everyone. And it's hard to know who to listen to in a world like we are in now where everybody has something to say about like supplements and health and fitness and all this stuff. But like it all looks different for every body and so really get mm-hmm. to know yourself inside and out because you have to be your best advocate in so many different realms. And so invest the time and you will have to make an actual investment in yourself in that way. And that could be going to therapy. That could be, um, you know, just investing in exercise, wellness, good food, seeing a specialist if good you have community. to, good community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making making yourself a priority in that way I think sometimes Mm. we may hear that as like a selfish thing um but it is selfish in a good way it's not like hedonistic to take care of yourself like you have to really just learn how to love yourself in that way um and that's the big thing that I've learned over the past few years so then Mm. quality over quantity for a lot of things um in this case I was talking about friends you're gonna have friends that are gonna come and go and that's okay Um, not every friendship ends with a fallout. It's just sometimes a season of life and look back on those seasons fondly and the good memories that were made, but also like don't necessarily be sad that friendships come and go. Some of them I've been friends with my like my best friend for 25 years and other people I loved really hard for a season and then we kind of have gone our separate ways and that's okay. That's totally normal. People grow and change. Um, don't ever stop. I think
0: like, sorry, you're good. With that one, it's interesting because, you know, I thought of it as the come and go as, well, once they've gone, that's it. Right. And it's not devastating. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, they came and went. Yeah. And when I adopted Haley, I had so many friends like, you know, former or like, oh, you know, old high school buddies or whatever mm-hmm. reach out. We had lovely conversations, caught up. You know, and then just kind of went about our lives. And I thought, okay, it can be a come and go and then come and go and then come and go mm-hmm. again. You know, it's not that I'm going to reach out to them every single day and ask how their lives are. Yeah. But it can be, it can be casual um, and still like sweet and lovely. Yeah. But it, not everything has to be deep for it to be valid. And, and it's okay that not everything can be deep.
1: Exactly. Um, Not, it's like not every friend has to be a best friend. In that way. Um, But you can have more than one best friend for different periods of your life. Yeah. Um, I actually
0: just went to, like, this get-together for a friend. And I remember looking – she's got, like, this – she's got several different, like, groups of friends. And she is such a wonderful friend to all of us. mm -hmm. But I remember thinking, it is okay that that group, you know, that kind of bigger group in her of her friends, Mm -hmm. it's more layered. You know, like, they have different sets of years than I do and different, like, you know – reasons that they're friends and thing, hard things that they've all gone through. And so there, I was actually able to kind of clearly see, wow, like that one has way more depth than mine. And it was so not a territorial thing. Right, you know?
1: right. That's a good way to put it. Like territory. Sometimes you can feel like that's my friend. That's not your friend. Um, <laughs> but we can have more than one friend. And the, A good example of yes. this is actually something I'm going through now. Um, when I was performing full time, I had my group of performer friends. We saw each other every single day six to seven days a week for six to nine months at a time. Like we were living together. We were working together. We were doing shows together. We were hanging out after work together, all of these things. And like you were like forced to bond so quickly in moments like that. But then you really do like forge some really beautiful friendships. But like me, I wasn't in that world anymore. So I just kind of naturally fell out of the bond and then they added more people. New people came and went and all this stuff But that it wasn't a fallout. It was fine. But I have been invited to go on a trip with that same group of friends at the end of this year to celebrate two of them getting married. Actually, they're getting married tomorrow. Um, And so it was just a beautiful real life example of like, oh my gosh, we we used to be so, so, so close and I could never imagine my life without seeing them every day. But now it's almost sweeter because it's like you still see me in that way where you want to invite me on like your wedding trip and that just like I felt so honored being invited and that's something I'm going to prioritize even though I don't talk to them every day and see them every day so um, yeah I'm really excited about that quality quality friendships I think we're on like number six or seven I don't know Um, don't ever stop daydreaming play create explore like you know the whole thing of like honoring your inner child and stuff that never, you don't ever have to go away. You and I love crafts. I'm <laughs> like, you, <laughs> it doesn't have to be crafts. You can like, I don't know. That's why I like reading. And I just really love still trying to find ways to be creative and daydream. And like, I don't know, people hate on Disney adults, but I'm not going to hate on Disney adults for loving Disney. Cause it's like, don't lose that childlike part of yourself. Um, hmm. it might change, as you get older but I think if you still kind of view different things in your life from the perspective of like you know if when you're a child it's like innocent and fun and you don't overthink it you're just like you find the joy in everything because it just feels like you're playing or you're creating something or you're exploring or you're you've got a big imagination and like that can look different at age 30 but it can still have the same I guess heart behind it so like I don't know I think of the photo shoot I did I was just frolicking in the grass Mm. and like taking pictures and it was fun and I was like you know doing make-believe I love to read fantasy books and color pictures and stuff and to me that's just like I don't have to lose that creative fun silly part of myself um and I've I've had to make it a priority over the past few years because I lost sight of it for a while so that is definitely something Mm. I've learned um I'll only do, like, two like two more. I'll get to, like, number 10 or so, and then we'll post the rest (laughs) on the IG. Yes. Um, yes. So, number eight or nine, I don't know. This might be a little controversial, but I have, this was, like, within the past year, I've learned, like, you are not obligated to stay in a job that you hate. That doesn't mean leave without a backup plan, but you're not obligated to stay somewhere that you don't feel safe or that you feel uncomfortable, um... And like only you know what that looks like, but you're not obligated to stay somewhere. Just get a backup backup plan and peace out. I, I think it's important to have a backup plan, but I also think it's important to honor like if you know something's not right for you, you're not obligated to stay there. And that could be a job and that could be, I mean, really take that and apply it to anything. Um, But I do think it is important to be smart and get a backup plan, but then peace out. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, it's kind job. of that like
0: don't be loyal to don't be loyal to a company that like isn't obligated to be loyal to you yeah, and and they won't be, yeah, you know? And, and to me, when I look at that, I don't resent the company for that. Right. I'm just kind of like, whatever, I'm here to make money. You're here to make a profit. Like that's cool. We're, we both mutually are kind of here for the same thing. I I I don't look at you like you're my, my new dad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, it's almost a little bit freeing to look at for, in this example, like look at a company as like they don't necessarily not care about you, but they, they care about their profit more. And like, that's almost more freeing to be like, okay, cool. So I don't have to really take this personally and you don't have to take this personally because I need to look out for me. That goes back to just being your own advocate and knowing yourself and knowing, yeah. knowing your values and what you stand for and don't, not feeling obligated to stay somewhere that doesn't fit those, mm-hmm. align with those. Um, where's another good one? Where's another really good one? Oh, gosh. I mean, these are pretty good, I'm going to say. Some of them are repetitive, (laughs) so I'm trying to go through. Um, One of them is, okay, again, maybe a little controversial, but if I can explain it right, it won't be that bad. Feelings are important, but not always accurate. Um, So I think it is important to see them and almost use them as like a guide, but not a certainty. So – Feelings can essentially be like your fight or flight response working and you might read that as a certain feeling that you have to follow, but really it's just like you have to objectively look at your surroundings in a way. So yeah, feelings are important but they're not always accurate is Well, I mean, biblically speaking, like the heart is
0: deceitful above mm-hmm. all things. And I don't think that means never feel anything and never allow your feelings to let you tune into something. Mm-hmm. But I do find that we allow our feelings to dictate right. and to dictate <clears throat> our lives and to excuse inexcusable behavior, you know, and it's like, whoa, 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 um, you're in a really safe relationship here. You're okay. Let's process through this. Mm-hmm. But your feelings are telling you you should be in fight or flight. Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what? That is okay that that's happening. Yeah. There's probably layers and a, and a root cause then, that all that kind of stuff. But just know that right now, your feelings are deceiving you. Yeah. Eventually, you'll be able to see that. Yeah. But don't let your feelings dictate what you should do here. Yeah. And then you've also got the, well, <laughs> this is going to step on toes. Well, God wants me to be happy, and I don't like my husband anymore for literally no reason. Um, And I found this random dude over here from the interwebs, and he makes me happy. So, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love the Southern. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, whale. Well. sorry. Do I have family members that have done that? Yeah. Um, but, but I'm sitting there going, no, that's not truth, you right. know? And so, and whether, whether you're coming from a Christian perspective or not, and I will, I will come from that place, but I look at it like that, where I'm going, that's inexcusable behavior on behalf of happiness, which we all know is fleeting. Right. Like I could be in a healthy, wonderful, committed relationship with a daughter who just like worships at my feet and still be unhappy, mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not necessarily a
1: circumstance thing. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's good. Yeah. Don't
1: let them dictate you. Don't let them excuse you. Yeah, like you're not bad for having feelings. Um, I think it's important no. to feel them, but don't make decisions based on them. Like, right? I'd rather feel. I want to feel my feelings and let them. I want to feel my feelings in a safe place so they can kind of run their course a little bit and so I'm not bottling it up and also I'm not making rash decisions. Um, yeah. I just, I need to let it pass a little bit and then I use truth and, and my experience and my knowledge, seek wisdom and make a decision if it's something that I feel like needs a decision. Sometimes I'm just going to have a feeling and be like, that's a feeling. It's right. not well, true.
0: Well, it's, 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 you know, like, are you, are you, are you a bad person for being upset right now? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. But are you taking a second, taking a beat to figure out what it is that's upsetting you so that you can clearly articulate that to the person who's upsetting you? Or are you going to look at them and say, and like scream at them and say, you upset me. So this is okay. Right. You know, and I'm just going to walk away and think that we're all good because you're the one who, whoa, you know, it's
1: like that, that's super unhealthy and you're not in the right. Yeah. I think, what I will end with that kind of sums all of it up and again we'll probably write the rest I'll I'll make little graphics and put these on Instagram (laughs) um it's so cliche but like the one constant thing is change and I said this last week it's like if I think back to my 19 20 year old self so much has changed in my life like my views of certain things have changed um Friendships have changed the idea of what my life were, would look like at this time has changed um, but it's I'm like all the better for it because to be perfectly honest, my views as a 1920 year old and I feel like any 1920 year old because you haven't lived <laughs> like your views are gonna be pretty small. It's like whatever you're immediately surrounded with like you're gonna see the world a certain way based on that. And since then, it's like I've, I feel like I've learned so much, I've experienced so much, so much good and bad stuff that I have just embraced the change that my life has brought me and been like, oh, this is pretty cool. So change is, yeah. change is a good thing. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to learn things through pain a little bit, um, but then other times – and more often than not, it's going to be like beautiful and joyful and exciting and a little bit scary at the same time. But that's that's what makes life, you know, wonderful. So I had a nice little journal session um, and a great day. I I literally went around to all the places where you can get free stuff for your birthday. And it was great. Like I went to like Duncan and then I went to you get a free medium sub from firehouse subs on your birthday everybody in case you need to know that information (laughs) got a free sub i got a free drink and i got a free cookie from crumble cookies and then my parents um like we all went out to dinner so it was a great time tried to watch 13 going on 30 could not find it streaming anywhere um I was so so bummed. Um, So I just watched a new Hulu release called Rye Lane, which was really cute. It's like a British romantic comedy. And I love that stuff. So yeah, it was a great day. And then, like I said, I'm just going to still do fun things the rest of this month that I probably would do any other month. But now I'm just saying it's my birthday month. (laughs) It's my birthday. And it gives it a little sparkle a little bit. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, I've had friends who are like, um, you know, uh, planning their weddings and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, the wedding diet starts tomorrow. And I know we're not, right. we don't like diet culture or anything like that. Um, but like for specifically my friend Anna would say that all the time. Um, never once. Never. <laughs> did she give a crap? Like yeah. she was like, if there's cake and brownie, me, I'm eating it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I always loved that. So I've applied that to, it's my birthday month. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, my... The diet starts sm- my birthday
1: month. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I went to the gym yesterday and did a really nice workout with some friends and then just, like, got coffee and walked around at a store and got some food. Would I do that any other day? Yeah. But it's my birthday month. <laughs> so it feels well, more special. yeah.
0: For me, that's kind of what I've done. I- I've worked my birthday a couple of times mm-hmm. or I've, like, scheduled appointments on it just because, like, if it's on a Monday, it's kind of easy yeah. to do that. But I am, like... I turn my phone off. Mm-hmm. Where does my heart lead me? Yeah. You know, I'm going to go to the library for two hours. Cool. Yeah. Going to go pick up some Chick-fil-A um, lemonade. Oh, cool. like- lemonade is so good.
1: <laughs> so good. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I love their lemonade. Yeah. And one of my favorite things too is like putting my phone away for a little bit and then coming back and like seeing some really nice text messages from friends. And um, I had a, one of my old like producers Called me. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, and he just called me. And he he's retired and everything. And he was like, "I just felt the need to call you and wish you a happy birthday. I miss you so much, and I have. I hope you have a great day." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Oh, bless! It was like, that crap makes my day. It was oh the my best. gosh, the best. <laughs> um, this is super cheesy and like may bring the mood down, but I, I'm not meaning it to. So. My dad has a pretty advanced case of Alzheimer's and he, Mm. um, so I didn't get to talk to him on my birthday, but I have an old voicemail saved of him. He used to every year call me on my birthday and sing me happy birthday. Um, and so I have a voicemail saved and I was like, I know he would want to do this if like he could grasp it a little bit. So, um, I got to talk to my stepmom though and like everybody's good, Mm. but that just stuff like that. I'm like. I don't realize how important it is in the moment until like later I look yeah. back. So I, when I receive like cute little voicemails or something, I, I'm almost grateful that I miss the phone call because then I have the voicemail, <laughs> so I can like, yep. go back to it. But that's lovely. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's like my favorite thing to come back to is like messages of love mm-hmm. and stuff. So if you anybody else wants to yeah. send me more happy birthday messages, I'm not gonna be, I'm not going to be mad. <laughs> it's my birthday month. <laughs>
0: huh? I love like I'm I'm a good card sender mm. oh my gosh so that's so funny that you mentioned that so um the like love and then I mentioned the card so yeah Haley and I were donating stuff recently um and we were flipping through like these books that she was getting rid of and like out fall- falls a card <gasps> oh. that looks exactly like a card that I like cards I have here uh-huh. it says just because and I was like oh that must have been one of my cards I don't know why it's in there and I opened it up and it was from you from like <laughs> A month after Haley was placed with me or what? something. Because <clears throat> it was for her birthday. No, no, no. It must have been... You Would you have met her when she was first placed with me or would it have been the year... Like a year into it?
1: I 20...
0: It was 2020 20, when she was placed with me. So,
1: it, yeah, maybe 2020. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, like, her birthday, April 2020. Yeah, because I think I met you around the time that I had her mm-hmm. anyway, regardless. Yeah. Either her 12th birthday or her 13th birthday, you sent her these, like, little, um, cricket, like, stickers with, like, her name and, like, a guitar and stuff on them. Oh! I don't know if you remember that at I all. I think so. You had extras. You had, you had a Haley one. I think somebody, like, maybe your mom, like, made that one, but then you had extra ones. So you're like, I'm just gonna throw those in there. And you sent me, that might have been when you sent me the books, actually, now that I think okay, about it. Okay, um, The original time. I don't know. Anyway, on it, you ba- it was, like, the loveliest little note. I should have... It's in my car. I should have grabbed Aww. it for the podcast. But it was basically, like, thinking of you guys. I hope everything... Everybody's adjusting really well. You're awesome. And isn't it so funny that I have the same types of cards as you? <laughs> because I had sent you a just-because note... Oh, I know it was during quarantine because I sent a bajillion like of those cards to friends, yeah. like just thinking of you, like whatever. So you sent one back, and um, I like found it the other day, and I it was like couldn't have told you you ever did. Like if somebody held a gun to my head and said, "Has I'm like I'm you a card?" I honestly don't even you know? remember like,
1: that. So yeah. that's amazing. But isn't that so funny that you were like, "Guess what? I have the same kind of." <laughs> so funny, I needed to send this. I love that. Well, you're. I was like, of course we had the same. Freaking Truly. Car. Well, like your parents still send me Christmas cards, and that makes me so. <laughs> I literally like have it right over here in my office. Like, I got Ooh. I got a Christmas card from your parents, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, I know
0: them." Man, who? I mean, tell me, tell me anybody on this planet that ha- that can say, <laughs> "Yeah," every week I tune in to listen to my <laughs> my
1: son's ex girlfriend talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, Peggy Payne. I'm gonna give mom a shout out every episode. That's well, so and she, yes, I do see it.
1: She sent me your mom sent us the the picture of the pickles. Yes, <laughs> last like, week
0: yeah. we were talking about the bread and butter, sweet pickles oh, that so my mom good. makes. And mom, after listening to it, sent Emily a picture. <laughs> she sent me a picture though. The...
1: I was like, you're you're just taunting me. <laughs> yeah, send me. Send me a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Just one. I'll just take one in a tiny little mason jar. Thank you. But yeah, I love cards. I love sweet birthday messages. And so it's just like it was low key and I can always have a party later. But it was nice to spend Mm -hmm. just an easy day because I have to prep for my new job starting on Thursday. So.
0: Yay. I'm so excited for your new job. Really? um, Same. (sighs) Okay. So. Movie time. Yeah. My my explanation is really short, but we can kind of talk about it. But once again, we're not going to do spoilers. Now, I will give the caveat that if you have not watched the first one, a couple of things we say in this one will spoil who did not do it.
1: Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. last
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, last week, I was like, almost going to say something. And I was like, wait, that'll spoil like one of the um suspects, yeah. you know, is is innocent or almost whatever. Backtrack. So anyway yeah so this is murder mystery 2 uh i only did character names because mostly we know i mean like we know adam sandler and jennifer aniston star in this um but i just didn't grab people's like the actors names but anyway we have nick and audrey are back and as bored with life and (laughs) each other as (laughs) as ever. ever But this time, they have their own private investigating company. They get clients that have someone in their life that they need followed and figured out. Are they good at it? Not nope. at all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, literally, um, didn't they spoil an engagement? Is that what the
1: first... An anniversary gift... Like, an anniversary gift, which was of ironic, because that's what. The yeah, I was first like, he was planning like. a trip for his wife. Yes, for real. And in the first movie, yeah. he and I was think not- Audrey
0: even kind of made that like. Hmm,
1: <laughs> that actually, well, happened. we're gonna just need um, you to sign this bill. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Are you serious?" Um Oh, and then she gets out a crossbow. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> At first
1: I first thought that was doing like a very rifle, terrible and then job. I was like, a mm, full yes. crossbow. <laughs>
0: Yes. So essentially a wife hires them to follow her husband because she thinks that he's cheating. Audrey played the role of kind of the like hussy, you know, the uh, yeah, like, yeah, literally had her boobs out. But <laughs> um, she and they were in a bar and they came to the woman's house and they were like, we're so sorry. Like he is. And then he walks in. And he's like, weren't you just at the bar flirting with me? And she was like, honey, you're cheating on me. And he was like, no, I'm not. I plan this like great trip here and I like, proved it. And so they were like, oh, we're so happy for yeah. you guys. Can you please pay this bill? And the woman was like, get out, and pulls out a straight-up crossbow, crossbow and starts shooting at them. I was like, what? So funny. Um, but that was basically the opening. Yeah. yeah. So Nick Nick, and Audrey are stuck again, wondering if this is all there is to life, if they'll always fall short of the target, which is happiness and contentment. Mm-hmm. Right around then, they get a call from none other than the Maharaja. <laughs> So that's the spoiler. Um, he was not the killer in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he is getting married and wants his old pals to come join him for an all-expenses-paid trip to this incredible resort. Why not? They ask themselves. And since this movie's title has the fi- the literal word murder in it, <laughs> I think we can all guess why they should very what much not go. go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Some old faces we get to see are the Colonel and Inspector De La Croix. 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 Uh. De La Croix. Anyway. The oh. inspector. Um, some new faces are the Maharaja's fiance, Claudette, his sister, Saraya, the detective, Guru Miller, uh, Countess S- Siku-, Siku.
1: Yeah. I just Siku? called her the Countess. Siku?
0: The Countess. The Countess. Um, which is the Maharaja's ex-fiance. And she's also like real bougie. Her companion, Imani. And Susan. Who matters very little to this movie but was such a funny add-in Literally. that I felt like including Literally. Um, this time around, instead of a murder, the whole drama starts off with a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. There is still plenty of murder. Yeah. It is actually horrifying.
1: So how hilarious
0: murder. all of the murder so ends much up being. So <laughs> um, Some important people are th- and things go missing, ransoms are made, and fingers are pointed. Absolutely no one believes in audrey or nick
1: (laughs) no none (laughs) maybe everyone suspects them
0: (laughs) again yeah (laughs) um and their ability to do well when saving their own necks is truly a marvel the difference in this movie from the first are mainly the differences sorry in this movie from the first are mainly that there's more action throughout Otherwise, the pace, tone, and vibe were all very similar. Mm-hmm. The writers took possible explanations off the table and then put them right back on the table. Yep. <laughs> I loved it. I was so confused by the end that I forgot that after the fighting scene, we still didn't know who had done it. Yeah. Yeah, we still had no idea. <laughs> the, the The ending of this movie felt like five different endings. Yep. And I legit had to sit and watch all of the credits to believe the dang thing was over. <laughs> Here's to hoping for more because that was so
1: good. It was so funny. I... My brain picked up on a lot of funny details, and I think I liked this one better than the first one. Wow. Um, I think, too, because the the physical comedy that they got to do and, like, the action was really good. Um, Like, the first movie, we end with Audrey Jennifer Aniston driving the car, which was, like, super cool and then in this one she and so nick and audrey like you said get to do a lot more action a lot more physical comedy as well as like fight scenes and i don't know like obviously how much the actors did but the characters got to do a lot and like you said people die hilariously almost like the way that these people get killed is like what like it's dark but funny and that's my favorite so well like (laughs) without spoiling
0: it, there's several times where you're like, oh, I bet you that person, like, double crosses them. And then you watch that person get blown up.
1: Literally (laughs) blown up. And you're
0: like, oh, not them. Okay, who else could it be? (laughs) (laughs) And those are actual, that's actual dialogue.
1: Like, my favorite that they continued so well from the first movie is the banter between Nick and Audrey. And just, like, they are almost narrating what is happening because they can't believe what's happening. So they're just talking to each other, like, I bet that person did it. And then boom. And they're like, oh, no, he didn't do it. Okay. What just happened? Like, Uh, uh, (laughs) it's so funny and so subtle.
0: And there were, like, throwbacks to the first one. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a moment when they're in this, like, restaurant and they see (laughs) their faces all over the TV screen. And it's like, oh, crap. I think they think we're the, you know, the main suspects again. And the inspector, they, like not seriously hold him at gunpoint so he'll just tell them where the heck you know a certain car is and he's like i have an app you know like yeah and then the girl susan that we talked about she literally not not in the entire movie shows her face is not a part of the story at all pops into this violent and very dangerous moment and was like i forgot what his name was i once gary the man named <laughs> something gary or freddie or whatever yeah and we said in so many years at this time we'd meet up if we weren't in love with somebody else and then she's just there in the midst of like the almost death Chaos. and i was like this is so funny like it's so funny it's like they
1: wanted a repeat of the final scene where they're like spilling all of their theories and figuring out the crime but they wanted it done in public and everybody yeah. who they all the suspects they invited they were like well we rented out this whole place you know so that we wouldn't be disturbed and they're like the whole point of doing this in a public place was so that there would be people for witnesses and yes. then like so this lady walks in <laughs> and she's idiots. like <laughs> and, like the elevator doors just open and it's like ding um and yep. if you if anybody's ever watched workaholics or the movie Brittany runs a marathon it's that actress, so she's like a comedian mm-hmm. normally, yeah. and it was she did such yeah. a good job. It was hilarious.
0: I I can't remember what I've seen her in, but I've seen her in like one or two things, and I was like, oh, that's fun. And like, so she random. just did a good job. She's not um like Amy Schumer, who's yeah. always kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know trying to go for the laugh. She's just kind of awkwardly there and yeah. says things in such a way that you're just like, oh, it's that's so understated. Funny. But um, so funny. Yes, yes, and so. Yeah, the way that they split between, like, certain scenes that were happening and certain, like, slow-mo and then fast and then what the heck. And, I mean, Adam Sandler's character, Nick is still such a bad shot so like, funny was probably four yards away from the bad person <sighs> two and guns. like missed and she was like where are you aiming <laughs> yeah he had two guns and like completely missed and the guy just like is standing there like cocked his head his head at him like really
1: like are you waiting <laughs> for him to be done yes. trying to, trying to yes. shoot him did not work so bad I, another part yeah. that had me rolling was everything to do with the colonel Because in the first movie, if anybody watched it, he was missing a hand and they kept talking about the fact that he didn't have a hand. And then in this movie, Nick and Audrey show up to like the wedding ceremonies or whatever, like where that's going to happen. Um... And they see him, and he's missing a whole arm. And they're like, oh, my gosh, your arm. And he goes, is it that noticeable? And they're like, yeah, (laughs) last time, you know, you had more of an arm, and now there's less of an arm. And he was like, well, it's a good thing I lost more on this side and not the other side. (laughs) Like, it was (laughs) so funny. (laughs) Well, and then they, like,
0: suspect him at one point. Uh It it was obvious it was not him, so I don't feel like this is that big of a spoiler. But they were like, I mean, bionic arms, they got to be, like, crazy expensive. And then later... They said something about it, and he was like, "I don't know, man. They're like sixty thousand dollars. Not that not bad. That expensive. Like, it's not bad enough to like <laughs> do a bajillion dollar ransom, you know." <laughs> and I was like, "That's so I'm like ah, it's not big enough to kidnap somebody." Yeah, like... <laughs> it's
1: really not that expensive. Like, yeah, and yeah. And then in the
0: end, it made a lot of sense how they kind of wrapped things up and then didn't wrap things up. Yeah. Um. But I also was, like, I I just enjoyed the chaos. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. the confusion. I enjoyed... Because I felt like I was experiencing the same amount of chaos that Audrey and Nick were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you were just kind of in the, like, whirlwind with them. As opposed to the um, typical Sherlock Holmes, psych, monk, you yeah. know, vibes where it's, like, they kind of know what's going on. It's, like, they almost know two or three things that you don't. Yeah. So, in the end, they get to aha you. But that's just not how this one worked. And I really enjoyed it. Um, And Adam Sandler and and Jennifer Aniston's characters, like the way that they would they would like quietly say it, but the other person always heard. Mm -hmm. So they would always have a little quippy response to that. And then a quippy response to that. But it was never like fighting too much. But at one point, Adam or Nick, you know, is yelling at Audrey and they were like, oh, my gosh, quit like yelling at each other. And he was like, we're from New York. This is how we communicate. This
1: is how we communicate. And they're like, you have to calm down. They're like, fine, fine. We're calm. We're calm. It just just felt funny. And then (laughs) when they got like basically roofied, I was just about to say that, like, I thought it was funny. And I don't know if they intentionally did this, but the first movie, it was all about her and her Claritin. Um, And this movie, it was all about him and his Ambien or Advil or whatever. Like, he accidentally (laughs) roofied them because he... (laughs) He put Ambien in his Advil bottle because like he was trying to sneak it from her. And like yeah. there's like a whole incident in the beginning of the movie where she's like, The last time you took Ambien, you sleptwalked to the lobby wearing my underwear and you watered the couch. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Um So like she said he wasn't allowed to take Ambien anymore, yeah. so he snuck it in his Advil well, and bottle. then in typical
0: like in typical Adam Sandler, you know, vibe, he's like, Ah I yeah. want that. You ah, want that. You know,
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> and you're just like, bro. like it's One thing I've appreciated about Adam Sandler all these years is he gives, like, everyday guy vibes. You know what I mean? Like, every guy that gets to, like, the age of 45 who's just super average and super chill is, like, is like that. You know? And you're going, that's so funny. It's just everyday humor. Yeah. Um, And then Jennifer Aniston is every wife going, what? Yeah. What? Honey,
1: quit. Like, (laughs) they, they, like, at one point have to talk to the kidnappers on a ransom call, like being the negotiators. And the, the like main detective guy was like, have you ever done a hostage negotiation before? And he was like, I'm married to her. It's negotiating every single day. <laughs> and she, she said, like said I mean, nothing. Like It was just yeah. <laughs> so many little funny moments, like quotable moments. And yep. like you said, it was a lot of kind of nods to the first movie. It felt like a very good continuation. It's supposed to be about four years later. Um. So still just like a believable timeline. Uh, and then at the end, it was kind of like a little bit of a cliffhanger where I don't know if they want to decide if they want to move on or just kind of keep it how it was. I kind of got um, what was the movie that we watched for? I watched that the George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie. Um, Ticket to Paradise. It it almost gave me those yeah. vibes a little bit. The beginning okay. when they first get to the resort yeah. and they're looking at all that. And then the end, it's like, what what happened? And maybe it could be one yeah. of those movies where you are just set up to imagine. But they also did themselves a favor and set it up to where if Netflix is like, let's make a third one. <laughs> I don't know how good a third yeah. one would be, but I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I it, I don't know if I would have said a second one would have been good. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and surprisingly this one was, and there's just, I like that there were only a couple of like old faces yeah, and then a lot of like new people that we met. Um, cause sometimes they they go a little bit too many like familiar faces, you know? And it's like, all right, this kind of feels more of a nod to the first one as opposed to its own unique movie that follows the first one. Mm So I think this one did a great job. It was very funny, you know, very well done. I was cackling most of it or so I was funny. just like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, so good. Yeah. Um, and just the acting was excellent. The writing was excellent. The timing of, you know, certain jokes and, and interactions they had with people. Really great. Really enjoyable. Probably like a 9.5 out of 10. so good. Recommendation
1: wise. I totally agree. And then I also love, I love a movie that's going to give me a taste of so many different locations. Um, I don't know where they, they went to at the beginning for the wedding. I also love an Indian wedding. Like there is so much sparkle yeah. and color and dancing and music and all the things like and the fashion. Are you kidding me? Love it. Um. So that's kind of how we start the movie. So I was like, all right, I'm in. Um. And then we go to Paris. And then at the end, were they in Greece? Rome? Rome. I don't know. They were in a helicopter somewhere over a building that looked important. An island.
0: I think it was, it was somewhere in Italy. I think they were heading. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we just get a lot of that. Like, I love a movie where we travel. So <laughs> we traveled yep. for sure. It's true. Yes.
0: Yeah. It was. It was good. We mm-hmm. recommend it. So, uh, give it a give it a watch. Let us know what you guys think. Um, you know what your rating would be for it, and uh, we'll keep it in mind as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are watching the Professional Bridesmaid. I believe is what it's yes. called. Um, it's a Hallmark movie. It's uh It came out I think a few weeks ago, so it's newer. Um, probably it's going to hit a little bit too close to home. Uh, <laughs> with... <laughs>
1: You, I mean, she. Um, it sounds like she makes it her actual source of income. So yes, she has the right idea. That, I'm gonna say that's the way to. Yeah, get out, they're so get expensive otherwise. Um,
0: but yeah, it feels very 27 Dresses vibe. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. Um, you know, give it a watch ahead of time if you don't want spoilers, or wait to listen to our uh, episode next week to see if it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will definitely be back with another movie review. Yes. Uh, switching gears. So my, my hinge <laughs> remarks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that can be the segment. So <laughs> hinge update. I, it's been an interesting week. Like it's been a really interesting week yeah. and I don't, I don't really talk to like a whole, whole lot of guys at once. Cause it's honestly exhausting <laughs> and I forget who I'm talking to <laughs> and like, been, been there. It's, <laughs> Yeah, I'm constantly having to go to the profile and go, who is this? Guy yeah, again? honestly, okay. it's exhausting. Um, why I swipe on him? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, I was having a few like fun little conversations, but nothing that had much depth to it. Yeah. So I didn't. Did and not a bad thing. It's okay if like an in person date actually gives some depth. Yeah, but. A big thing for me is I'm not carrying the conversation. And I noticed a few guys were definitely doing some heavy lifting with that, which was great. You know, good mm-hmm. sign. Um, and uh, no one has been inappropriate or gross. Love So that. bless up. Yep. Super great. I've also not matched with anybody. Right. Pff, I think, like, younger than 28. Um, and so the moron like, 24-year-olds I'm not yeah, farting around with. You know what I mean? Nobody has time for that. So... I know. So anyway, there was this one guy who was kind of like standing out and I was like really vibing with, really enjoying our conversations. And I posted this on the uh, Instagram, on the Hallmark from Mars Instagram. So if you're not following us, you definitely need to because there's really funny stuff I put on there. Truly. Um, And this guy basically said, how was your day? And I said, well, it's great. Like, I got to – I do this, this, and this. And one of the things I said was report record a podcast with one of my good friends, you know. And he said, oh, what's the podcast about? And I was like, guess. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, gosh. And so he, like, guessed a couple things and he said, or I could do it in person. And I was like, <laughs> so good. He picked up what you put down. We love that. Yes. And, um, so anyway, we like exchanged numbers, we kept texting and like, I just noticed several great things. Like, um, the heavy lifting with a conversation is a big one. If you've ever, if, if you've never had this moment, you don't get it. But if you've ever been talking to somebody that you don't really know, whether it's in person, you're literally like talking to a human Mm -hmm. or, um, via text and they're giving you nothing. Or they're constantly letting the conversation drop off and not reintroducing a new topic. Mm -hmm. It is draining, like it's draining. Because then you start feeling like you're interviewing. I was about to say it feels like an interview. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, we might talk about you know, this topic for a little bit. And I just naturally let those moments drop off. Mm-hmm. And I see if the other person is willing to pick it up. Cause I've done it a few times. So I'm like, I already know I've put my effort in yeah. and I'm not trying to do a game. I'm not testing things, but I'm like, I'm also not going to be like perky Sophie who constantly keeps talking yeah. when I, I, that's not what I'm here so for, tiring. you know? <laughs> and so multiple times the conversation would drop off. And about 20 minutes later, he'd be like, so and like, ask a question and I was like, okay, you are trying. Yeah. You know, there were a couple of times when he was like trying to coordinate, like when we could go on our date and he would also kind of like not text back right away. And he said at one point, and I was like, you just rose the bar, raised the bar for me. But he was like, I just want you to know I'm doing this, this, and this right now. I'm not ignoring you, but it's going to be a bit before I can respond. And I was like, that is literally it takes to be yes. a decent human being. <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay, so just really respectful of my time. Yeah. Really respectful of like me as a person. And we were definitely having good like witty banter. So I was like, okay, you know, we'll see. Um, He was older. <laughs> like, He was like early 40s. And I was like, Ugh. I, I, that's not something that is like a red flag, but it's a few years older than yeah. my top. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oof. okay. So it's something I take into consideration, not, not a like hard no or right. something for me. Um. So I go on the date with him and we had a good time. Like the, it, there was nothing, there were no red flags told him. My parent, you know, talked about Haley. He was like, so just like, Respectful and wonderful about that, and was like, Wow, that's amazing! as opposed to like, Oh, wow, you know, like that's crazy. It's like, Yeah, okay. Um, so he was just like really solid in like some areas, you know, some of these areas over here. And I, like three quarters of the way into it, I think there was a moment when I was like, Hmm, there's no chemistry, Mm. like it just kind of hit, yeah, and I was like, That's interesting. And so I kept talking and, you know, the date was kind of, like, winding down. And so we say goodbye. Um, he immediately texted and was, like, had a really great time. So glad I got to meet you. You know, like, whatever. So I was, like, okay, I think that he's really, like, digging me. So I kind of, out of respect, like, want to figure out. Yeah. Do I want a second date? You know, whatever. And I just, like, sat with it and I was, like, yeah, there's just no emotional, like, connection you know? Yeah. And it's frustrating because there's definitely been like years where I have met these guys where I'm like, he would need to grow up in this area. And this is a concern for me. And I would need to see this from him. And it's like, man, there's a lot good that I can say here. And it feels almost defeating. No, defeating is not the right word. Like a friend of mine was just saying, is it me? Like, <laughs> am am I a problem? The problem? And I was like, Yeah. I said, that's truly how it feels sometimes where it's like, dang, it sucks when you have like the, oh, checks off several things off my list. Yeah. But it's just like, if it's not right, it's not right. Yeah. And so I didn't feel guilty. There was no like obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't owe this person anything, you know, except for, I think I do owe him respect because he certainly gave it to me. Um, and so simply responded, you know, let him know. And, um, my headspace is always, like, is this worth a second date? Exactly. It's not that I'm, like, should we be boyfriend-girlfriend? Right. You know, that's really intense really fast. But I was, like, I don't even want a second date with him. Yeah. And that was that was a good, like, you know. gut check moment. I was, like, okay. You know, and, and that would be, like, rude mm-hmm. to go on that second date with him when that's just not what I want. Yeah. You know? And so, said all that, he responded. This man, I was, like, man, if there was, you know, emotional chemistry here yeah <laughs> you were just a good dude <laughs> um he was just like uh I had, he was like yep totally fine I get it I'm also because I said that's what I'm looking for you know and he and I was like or he goes you were seriously so amazing to me I am just so grateful that we got to have that time you know good luck essentially yeah and I was like if nothing else first off this was my first hinge date in like years. Yeah. Um, I haven't been on hinge and I tried to be back on hinge. I think it was like a year ago and I just lasted like four days. Um, but other than that, it was like years ago when I was going on a few online dates here and there and I just sat with it and I was like, that was a good first date. And it kind of raised my standard yeah. of like online, uh, dating interactions. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I'm not, I'm not tolerating these jokers out here that are trying to like trying for some hookups, trying for the, some like kind of sexual innuendos, yeah. trying for like whatever. It's like, no, mm-mm, no, we're adults here. Like you you can be respectful. Yeah. You don't know who I am. Like you, you, you can try to get to know me, the exactly. end, you know? So, and even just the way it ended where I was like, Hey, respectfully don't want to waste your time. This is kind of what I'm looking for. I'm not really feeling it, you know? And I even said, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing even to do with me. It just is Yeah. like whatever. And he was like, yeah, I get it. And I'm going, okay, if anybody pitches a fit and tries to make me feel guilty, screw them, you know, yeah. and it was just such a nice moment. So anyway, unfortunately didn't, you know, it's not going anywhere. Um, I'm going to be hopping back on hinge, which how I operate is I'm like talking to several people. And then when I kind of feel it staying in the shallow end for too long, I just kind of ghost, honestly. Yeah. Um, once it gets a little bit deeper, I'm like, cool. Once numbers get exchanged, I'm basically on the app every other day, but mainly focusing on talking to that person until I see it to completion and then start back over, you know, and you just hop back in, see who's there, interact with who you interact with and do the course again.
1: Was, okay, the guy you sent me a picture of who I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Have you, was that him? Mm Mm-hmm did not look like he was in his early 40s at all.
0: I know. I know. I literally, I know. And I, like, went, once again, you just, you're talking to so many people. I forgot even his name for a second. Like, not when when he was in front of me. I knew who was in front of me. And I knew who I was texting. But when I was, like, messaging multiple people, I was like, wait, which guy was it? Like, what was his name that, like, said he wanted to go on a date with me? I'm literally Um, looking
1: at the picture again because I'm like,
0: I'm shocked. I know. But I don't think... When I met him, he looked very similar to his picture. Like it was not a catfish moment. Amazing, you know. Um, but anyway, um, I was like, okay, let me remind myself. Does he have kids? Is he, you know, what age is he? What What does he do for work? You know, I was trying to kind of remember some of those things, and so I was looking at his profile and I was like, oh, <laughs> I did not remember that was your
1: age. <laughs> I was blinded by all the other green flags. I was <laughs> I know.
0: And that's what I would say. There were a lot of green flags and zero red flags. Uh, the only thing was... I, I do not... like We said the earl- earlier about the emotions. I do not say the only thing you need is that emotional connection. Right. Not at all. Right. But if it's not there, not just like it's a little bit there, it's not there as much as I, If it's not there at all, yeah. that is really important. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where my head was at with it, where I was like, it's not that I'm saying this is the be all, end all Um, but I just kind of recognized, I know what it feels like, um, and how I am when I'm like attracted to somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of magnetic pull attracted. I was like, nope, not there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. But what a great first, like you said, first like hinge date to, and I think those, that bar is is not too high at all because usually in the dating world no. the bar is like under the ground so just like <laughs> like if we really think of it you went on a date with a man who was respectful who yeah put in the effort to have a conversation and get to know you and genuinely wanted to hear your answers that should not be the i know that what <laughs> so i'm very, but i'm very happy but i will say too that, that was your experience like
0: I know. Thank you. I will say too, like, I'll be, you know, you're at church and they're like kind of that meet and greet time, like get to know your neighbor, whatever. I've had phenomenal conversations with like guys or girls where we're just like, hi, how long have you been going here? Oh my gosh, you're a student. Oh, you work at Liberty. You know, like all these things just flows really well, both excited to see each other, whatever. Other times where they're they're like, hi. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Kill me now. Like, this is going to be hard. You know, it's yeah. three minutes. Oh, that I'm going to feel every single one of those seconds. Like, <laughs> going to sit down. Um, like, <laughs> yes. And so to me, I'm going, it's not even like this, like, oh, little boy, you can't even have a conversation. It's just like, okay, well, that tells me everything I need to know about the effort I will be putting into this. Exactly. You know,
1: exactly. Like, a good way to think of it is like, usually things like that don't change. They just, it, like, that particular trait is, what's the word I'm looking for? It just gets worse over Enhanced. time. Enhanced, yes. I was like, not exemplified. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, yes. it never really changes. It just kind of gets bigger. or <laughs> Like, gets more yeah. extreme in that way. Um, not all the time. But, like, you know, yeah. if that's something that you know, I'm not, I don't want to put all the effort in all the time, then you don't want to well, be putting here's in all the thing: When
0: effort. you're meeting a complete stranger on online dating, and I'm literally talking to people who have just not experienced this. Right. When you're meeting a complete stranger on online dating, you are supposed to be putting your absolute best foot forward. Yeah. So, if you are not even doing anything to keep the conversation going, you are underwhelming. Bye. (laughs) bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Literally. So... That's my current Hinge update. Um, You'll know, people will know like when I've been on Hinge a good amount for like a day or two Mm -hmm. because I just have all these hilarious screenshots.
1: It's the best. (laughs) That I'll put up. It's literally the best.
0: If you want to follow along, go give us a follow. It's a really good time. I will try. If there's anything to update, I'll update each week on our Hinge remarks. (laughs) I love
1: it. And my favorite response that you have ever said thus far is like, hey, American flag shorts wearer. (laughs) Iconic. Uh,
0: he responded back with something really funny to that. Yeah, forgot what it was, but then he didn't respond to anything else. Right, and I was like, oh, we could have had a good time. We like could we have wouldn't good have. Humor. Yeah, we 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 could have made something here. Well, it made me laugh. Um, I do love seeing the like reels where like somebody will just message a guy and basically they're doing a certain song, Yeah. the guy has no idea. Yeah, you know, so every single message, um, and. You know, eventually they, like, unmatch or something. It's just so <laughs> funny. But I'm, like, I kind of want to mess with some of these, like... I don't want to mess with anybody. That's actually... I don't like the disrespect of it. But if I was okay with that, if I could, like, get past that, yeah. which I won't, I would love to mess with w- mess with these, like, 20-year-olds, you yeah. know, that are on there. Like, this one guy literally said three things that I'm looking for. Um, a hot wife. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: Not That
0: me. or like things that I want in life. I want to be so hot that like all the girls that I'm teaching think I'm hot. Ew. But I'm like, no, I have a wife. Yeah, like we're and I was like, you're you're 20. And then I looked and I was like, they're 20. You, like you, you want to be just hit tell, on like, by students. Yes, yeah, so exactly. And I was like, ew, are ew, ew, ew. And and also it was H A W T hot. I wanna I want a hot white. Oh, what well. the junk is wrong with you, dude? So. Just weird crap like that that you're just like, yeah, I can tell how young you are.
1: <laughs> Priorities, sir. Good sir. Um, I think what would be funny is if you hit them with a, you know, I like my chicken fried and then just see, you know, I like my chicken fried.
0: Huh? I'll be on, be on a night. Night.
1: We'll just see what they hit you with. Um, mm. But maybe we'll see that just like in a meme one day. Yes. We'll see. I, don't know. I won't
0: post it like anywhere with my actual name on it, yeah. but I will do it. Yeah,
1: you know you I will like my chicken fried. Laugh at it. I just could. I imagine the responses to that prompt. You know I like my chicken fried. Uh, <laughs> I'm vegan. That is actually <laughs> a really good prompt.
0: <laughs> I will say, if you are listening right now and you're on dating apps, I got this great, great, great piece of advice. All right, so lean in, I'm ready. tune in, check in. Uh, My brother told me recently that somebody told him this advice um, to update your dating app profile every two weeks, Mm. Um, change up the pictures, uh, change up the order of pictures, you know, refresh some of your prompts, like do different prompts, whatever, because you never know who might have like not really felt it the first time, but went, wait a minute. Oh, that's actually kind of funny. And you might click with, you Mm -hmm. know, they just didn't really give it a chance. Um, And also, it's just good for you to not feel dusty Yourself, justy, you know, justy, the longer musty. you're on a, a dating app, it can feel a little bit like you're the like veteran and you got all these newbies hopping on, mm-hmm. type of thing. So, anyway, I really like that because it does. It also has made me more aware of like I need to take, I need to be more intentional about taking selfies and like feeling good about myself. Oh my and, gosh, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. I so, remember yeah.
1: just like when MySpace was a thing and. Just getting ready and just having a night where you just get ready and put some makeup on and take a couple selfies. You're, yeah. like, making making batch yeah. content, but you're just, like, doing <laughs> selfies and, like, for your dating profile. Also, oh, a kitty cat.
0: Yep. Lucy's. Lucy just woke up from her nap. I heard her, like, shake her head earlier, and I was like, oh, Aww, yeah, Lucy. she's really, She's been in here the whole time. Cute girl. Um, for those who, like, we're not doing a video, uh, podcast anymore, but, um, behind me. Are approximately two hundred tomato plants in Red Solo cups under two grow lamps, and um, when I am facing it, and I am like doing a video about like, oh yeah, gardening, whatever. I am like, I look like a golden goddess. Like, (laughs) truly, this light is giving everything yes right now.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's like you are now you have a halo behind you from what I can see. So, Mm -hmm. what better way? And you have a cat there, like.
0: worshiping you yeah i i don't think i'm gonna get a whole lot of like matches that's okay i promote my cats you,
1: i think you or, well i don't you know think i the want best the matches. i matches
0: the dudes that are super into cats sometimes i'm like nah you're not the right guy for me
1: <laughs> i'm only mildly I actually, interested in my i cats. do
0: not hate um the the fish pictures if it's one because, like, to me, I'm like, oh, okay, like, you're outdoorsy. You and, know, like, that's fine.
1: And, like, I would argue maybe don't make it your first picture because sometimes you're just, like, no. wearing sunglasses. I can't see what you look like. I'm looking at the fact that you're holding a fish. Like, you can put it in there. Just don't make yes. it your main picture.
0: No, I'm a – and and don't do the group pictures as your first one. Mm-mm. I said to a friend recently, you never want to give people the opportunity to say, oh, is it the ugliest one in the group? <laughs> Oh, is, is your friend single? Uh, yeah. Is the hotter one the one that's in this? Like, I, you never want that
1: moment to happen for, for a person. I you know? actually have a really funny story about that. And then we'll probably wrap up. But um, yeah. when I was on Tinder back in the day during my not great phase in life, um, I... Ratchet Emily years. <laughs> um, when I was working at like the theme park in that same group of friends, we were having a uh, like a house party or apartment party. I was on Tinder and I matched with a guy and I was like, hey, you should come to this party. And he brought his friend with him. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> your, your friend, friend is hotter. so much cuter. And um, <laughs> well, me and the main guy didn't really hit it off. And then his friend and I were like chit chatting. And I was like, can I get your Instagram? And like, we didn't even talk after that. But I was like, I didn't hit it off with your friend.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that happened that reminds me once. of Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. They were on a double date with other people and they're they're, they were just like witty and the chemistry and stuff and i'm like oh my gosh
1: but hilarious
0: anyway well (laughs) tune in next week for another week of awkward random crap that happens to me on hinge can't
1: wait um and then i will be able to update everyone about my first few days at my new job (gasps) yeah and it'll be a good time so next movie remind me it is up Operation. The professional. No, the professional bridesmaid. Not Operation Bridesmaid. Cool. The professional bridesmaid, which we will be watching. They're performing
0: surgery on the bridesmaid, (laughs) just like the game Operation. (laughs) We
1: will be watching on um, FriendlyTV.com, as always. And yeah, watch it before for no spoilers or listen for some spoilers and then tell us what you think. So as always, thanks for listening. And Sophie, it was great to see you again.
0: Great to see you too. And once again... Happy birthday.
1: No, oh, yes. It's my birthday month.
0: <laughs> Thanks again for hanging out with us here at Hallmark Remarks. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review so our podcast can find its way to new listeners who can join in on the fun.
1: And while you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Hallmark underscore remarks pod and on Pinterest at Hallmark Remarks. That's where we'll not only post about movies we'll be reviewing, but also keep you up to date on our lives and other exciting things. And if you have movie suggestions, thoughts, or want to send us pictures of your pets, email us at Hallmark Remarks podcast at gmail.com. And
0: as always, never forget The Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Thank mm-hmm.